1: Not much. How are you? Um, well, are you back in the grind of your mileage?
0: I am. I got uh, everything fixed up. Had a great ride this morning. Logged 33
1: miles this morning. That's great.
0: So, yeah, getting back. I've got a deficit to make up. I'm trying to do the math and not be dumb and try to make it all up in, like, three days. Now you have but, a
1: year. You can spread it out.
0: Yeah, but it's kind of... yeah. But you want to plan for, you know, other... Life happens yep. throughout the year. So I got about an 80-mile deficit... Like, where I should be this year, at this point in the year, I'm about 80 miles behind. Okay. So a couple big rides coming up these next uh, couple weekends to try to, you know, catch up a little bit here and there. Um, So I don't have to, like, stress about it if the kids get sick or something and I get a couple days off here and there. But so, yeah, it's coming along. How are you? Pace-wise?
1: Yeah, I, my mind isn't right. Um, I ran 739s for five miles this morning, which is I need to get it down just a hair. Um, I'm, uh, you know, a few weeks out. About five or six weeks out. I should I mean it's doable, but my mind, I'm really struggling in my mind. Even as I was finishing it up today, I was like, oh, there's no way I could do this for eight more miles. You can do it. I gotta get Aww. my mind right. This is our time now. Our time, our time, yeah, our time.
0: Titans on three. One, two, three, right.
1: And then I you know, I shot a video for the DIY tribe. First of all, if you're not on the DIY tribe on Facebook, I understand you might not be on Facebook. So you're like on Facebook page. Great that you're following Instagram. But our DIY tribe page is is well, I, I want to come up with a cool term. I got nothing. Um, it's, it's on fire. It's on fire. It's uh, lit. It's my, kids still use lit. Or not? I don't know. Is fleek a bad word? <laughs> I think it's on fleek. My kid says Isn't that. It? Is it, is it can now? Anybody fleek. Tell me, is fleek a bad word? Okay, no, Abby, fleek. get up. If you're gonna talk, get up to the microphone. You can't. We got Abby. Wait, Bay who's in Abby? Studio. <laughs> Abby's our newest uh, uh, employee of Jewel Financial. She's been in the studio for our other radio segments this morning welcome abby
0: thanks we gotta thanks, get we guys. gotta
1: stay one of the best compliments we get is our short uh, shows so we're gonna get right to it but yeah why are we talking about non-financial goals uh i don't know <laughs> but any because we set them we set we them and and it's important to uh to set these goals on fleek comparative more on fleek uh it's a slang stylish or perfectly chosen or put together mm-hmm. so my run was on fleek Wait, what was I? Was I? Was that in reference to running? What was that in reference to? I
0: don't know, but you called it fleck.
1: No, I didn't. I said fleek. Bottom line is, I got to get my mind right. I got to get my mind right. I can do it, and I've got to. Uh, I've got to focus on it. But we're we not gonna get to the question. We're not gonna focus on that today because we've got a great question from Chesney, new listener, by the way. Chesney, what do you got? D I Y. Hi,
0: my name is Chesney. Um, I'm a new listener to your show. I'm from Charlotte, North Carolina. I'm looking to uh, possibly open a savings account. I, I work with, um, I have a Credit Karma account, so I can mount it to my credit there. Lately, um, they've been showing ads for their savings accounts. Um, it says no fees, no, no penalties, um, it's insured, but something about it just kind of makes me um, pause. Have you all heard of this yet, or um, do you have any thoughts on Credit Karma savings? Thank you.
1: What do you got regarding the Credit Karma? Yeah, so what you are
0: experiencing here is uh, what is essentially the equivalent of a private label solution, and let me explain that. When you go uh, into the uh, grocery store or the supermarket where you shop, for us here uh, locally in Lexington, that's Kroger. Uh, A lot of times what you'll see is a private label sort of product. Uh, That could be ice cream, it could be pizza, it could be whatever. It's the store brand, right? You go in there, it's a store brand, it's cheaper, it's not, you know, you're not paying for some name brand. But in reality, Kroger's not in the business of actually producing a lot of those particular products. They actually uh, go somewhere else, somebody else produces them. Usually it's actually a big name brand, and then they slap their name on them. So what you are looking at is a Credit Karma savings account It's not actually Credit Karma Bank. Uh, If you scroll down, actually, if you go to creditkarma.com forward slash savings to where they uh, talk about this, you scroll all the way down to the bottom to the fine print. It says banking services provided by MVB Bank Incorporated. You go to MVB Bank's website, and you find out that they're just like any other bank. They have personal savings accounts, checking accounts. They do loans. Etc. So what Credit Karma is doing is they're just kind of providing sort of this service, and they have contracted with MVB Bank. Now they do mention that they uh, you earn a high yield savings rate across a network of 800 plus banks, and I don't. That's what I don't get up on this page. If that 800 plus banks is uh, certainly MVB does not have 800 plus locations. Uh, maybe they do, but that that, that sounds weird. Or uh, maybe they're kind of farming out the actual account to various different banks based on yield and so forth. I'm not 100% sure what that is. There's not fine print explaining exactly what they mean by 800 plus banks. So uh, ignore that for a minute, but realize that your banking services are provided by MVB Bank. They are an actual bank, which means that the savings account is FDIC insured because they are a member of FDIC. What that means is if MVB Bank were to go out of business, you have insurance up to the FDIC limits. Um, So therefore, you know, that, uh, claim that the account is insured is okay. You actually see this a lot uh, in today's sort of technological sort of environment, uh, where you have these online services that provide a completely different product will partner with a bank. Uh, and the bank doesn't really care about their name being sort of on the headline or, or anything like that. And uh, it's good for Credit Karma or, or these particular websites to push it because there's some kind of uh, you know, co-relationship where, where they're going to get uh, a cut of the, the revenue from that. How is the revenue made? Well, simple. You uh, put money into a savings account. The bank is going to pay you that 1.8% yield. That's as of current. That'll fluctuate uh, as yields go up and down. But then the bank turns around and they uh, do auto loans. Let's see. In this case at MVB Bank, they do auto loans, home equity loans, uh, business loans, commercial lending, etc. And so they're going to take that uh, cash that's in your savings account. And they're going to use that to essentially loan out, uh, make loans and charge a higher rate of interest on those loans. That's not shady. That's what every bank does. So it sounds weird, like your cash isn't really there. And your cash, you know, is not technically there. It's a number <laughs> on the bank's balance sheet. But if you need to withdraw it, it's there, you can get to it, it's still fully liquid, uh, and so forth. And you're not really necessarily dealing with credit karma for all intents and purposes. So uh, you know, I'm not going to guarantee it. I'm not going to say that, hey, this is safer than going down to, you know, JP Morgan or, you know, your local bank. Um, but it does appear from the website that it, it is on the up and up.
1: It's FDIC insured, uh, which is key. And I think you have to, that's kind of a standard, an industry standard. And Daniel did an exceptional job basically explaining all of the banking industry and uh, some things to consider there. So that was excellent. So I have nothing to add there. However, what I do want to add is that we have an epidemic in our society and that epidemic is that we sort of nod along and we agree and we sort of, you know, just kind of go with the flow when either we don't understand something, we might be ignorant to it, we're not uh, completely comfortable with it, and yet we don't want to ruffle feathers. And that is horrible. So number one, Chelsea, I want to commend you for even bringing this to our attention and sort of uh, respecting your gut and your intuition. Right or wrong, the outcome is irrelevant. Uh, For those of you that are interested, one of the greatest books I've read recently is Annie Duke, who was a poker player, professional poker player, and a a ridiculously smart individual who decided I'm going to use those intelligence to, to win poker. She wrote a book called Thinking in Bets, and it's related to making decisions... And, and really analyzing your decision-making process by your inputs rather than your outputs. And that's very important. And we don't do that in our society. What that means is basically saying, regardless of the way it comes out, if you put a rational uh, thought and, and unemotional and objective thought process into your decision-making, over time, your outcomes will be much better. So we have a problem in our society where most people just kind of go with the flow. And ultimately, that can end badly. And so I commend you for bringing it to our attention. I commend you for bringing up this, this sort of question and, and sort of not easiness in, in your gut. And I also encourage you, if you don't want to do that, don't do it. There's a million other places out there. Uh, Daniel uses Ally Bank. I use Capital One Financial uh, for savings accounts. You might have a local bank. You might have a relationship with a, with a local bank. That's perfectly fine. But out there in, in society, whether it's finances, whether it's health, I, I don't care what it is, You just don't go with the flow. Ask the question. The greatest example that I give when I go to the mechanic, I don't know anything about cars. I mean nothing. And ultimately, the mechanic typically will tell me, and this isn't always the case, and I don't want to throw my uh, mechanic under the bus, that's not what I'm here to do. But it's a good example. Well, you know, I've got the check engine light on. I go in, says, hey, you need a, you know, <laughs> I can pull a hose off the top of your intake manifold and create a vacuum down top of the pestle. tech torque and pull exhaust manifold off. How much is that going to cost? Well, that's $900. All right. Can you explain to me why, again, I need that? Well, you need it because of this, that, and the other. I totally don't understand. I have two choices. I could nod and say, okay, that makes sense. Go ahead and do it. I've kind of satisfied my inner question. I asked him at least, right? I didn't understand the answer, but I at least, I at least asked. I did my quote unquote due diligence. Nope, I learned long ago, that's not enough for me. I ask again, I'm sorry, I, I really don't understand. Can you explain it to me again? Fix your heel, and your heel injector That's <laughs> down, take your boat out hook the hose down. Finally, I look at him and I say this, and I use this, it's put into my sort of vocabulary, I bring it out when needed, and I look at him and I say, I'm sorry, I don't understand. I don't understand your business. Can you explain this to me like you'd be talking to a seven-year-old Then he breaks it down. And I got to tell you, guess what? Nine times out of 10, once I understand it, I go, so basically what you're saying is I don't really need this, but it's a recommended adjustment. Yeah, basically that's what it is. And guess what? I walk out saving $900. Because the reality is we agree to things, and we don't really know what we're agreeing to. And I've seen that in finance. I've seen that in health. How about medicine? Oh, my goodness. You want to tick off your doctor? Ask for real information. Explain it to me like a seven-year-old. Holy cow. I commend you doctors out there who do that because it's few and far between. Nonetheless, I commend you for asking the question. If you're not comfortable with it, don't do it. It's as simple as that. If you missed any part of Daniel's answer regarding the actual banking industry and how that thing works, you can go back and listen to that. Excellent question. Anything else to add, Daniel?
0: I will say, because uh, you mentioned Ally logged in this morning to check my Ally accounts, they have rolled out their integrated sort of cash envelope uh, technology on their savings account, where you can basically have one savings account and then say, I want to have you know, this envelope, this envelope, this envelope in it, and designate things if you don't like using spreadsheets. So that technology, we talked about it, uh, I think, a couple weeks or a couple months ago in a show. That's finally rolled out now.
1: Excellent. There you go. Ally Bank. Is it just ally.com? A-L-Y? Correct. A-L-Y. All right, A-L-L-Y. Friends, A-L-L-Y. A-L-L-L-Y. Not,
0: not Allie. Friends, Ally.
1: Friends, listen. The, the secret to wealth is really simple. Y- you live on less than you make. You invest the rest. Make sure you understand it. That's huge. And do it for a very, very long time. Make it a great one.